Oh, it even told me when you started recording. Oh, wow. So I couldn't be sneaky about it. No. That's handy. <laughs> all right. New stuff. Try it out till we all sit together at the round table. Yep. Yep. I'm kind of getting excited for it. Um, While it's convenient that I could podcast and I could have pajama pants on or no pants or whatever. You guys would never know. No. Um, and I don't have to run any cable. Um, I do miss uh, kind of sitting around a table having coffee and water and tea and shooting the shit. Social interaction. Yep. There's nothing like when Danielle is growling at you in person. It's the Zoom <laughs> and Skype just don't have the same weight when it happens. So it, it, loses, it loses something. It does. <laughs> anyway, uh, so guys, last week, Danielle, Bell, and myself had a great conversation about forgiveness and holding grudges. Fabulous conversation. And then at two attempts to mix the episode, I was going to say, we won't say the piece of technology that caused the issue, but there was a piece of technology (laughs) that caused an issue and rendered the recording. Guys, it was me. I didn't know. She didn't know. And we didn't know. You couldn't tell during the recording either. It wasn't until I went to I've been potting this way for some time now. And I didn't know (laughs) that the only laptop thingy I have, which I'm pretty sure is a Chromebook, uh, was the issue. And so now I'm sitting on my bedroom floor in the corner with my blood pressure cuff cord, keeping my phone up by the knob on my nightstand. We have to go to Amazon and order you some shit after this episode. (laughs) Apparently. Um, But anyway, had a great conversation. I don't think, I don't know if it'll be the same as the last time that we attempted. So this here is episode number 92. No, oh, sorry. 90.2. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, let me intro the episode for real, for real. So, hey, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, or anytime in between. We're glad you're here. Um, Welcome to the Damaged Goods Podcast. My name is Ramon. I'm Danielle. And this is Belle. Over there, Fidget. Special friend. And we're here. I was going to say, your special friend. Oh, I'm okay. Special. I thought you were going to let it go this time. No. <laughs> I didn't even say it. I, I, I am special. You are special. Um, and we wanted to do this immediately after 90 failed, but the reason we did... Uh, fuck. <laughs> I messed up because this was 90, but it's really 91. And we're going to keep all of that. I'm not even going to edit it. So (laughs) we wanted to do this. This was originally episode 90, but with everything going on in the world last week, we wanted to do, we were going to do 90 over, but we felt it was important to have a conversation about that. So here we are at really 91. And um, yeah, I messed that all up. But anyway, glad you're here. (laughs) Um, If you stayed after last week, even better. So thank you guys for being here. We appreciate you. Yeah. We're going to take a shot at talking about forgiveness. So forgive us for missing a week because of technology. And I almost threw my laptop out the window that night and the <laughs> preceding morning. But it is what it is. Oh. Stuff happens. So if you do it stuff multiple times, you only get better at it each time, right? So if the conversation was great last time, I can imagine it would only be phenomenal this time. We will and I have... 
I have coffee, so I'm ready, ready to get fired up. You know what's interesting? Last week when we met and you were talking about coffee, I was thinking, I didn't know you drank coffee because I've never seen you drink coffee mm-hmm. or even heard you talk about coffee. Really? Danielle used to be drink coffee and then she, you know, became a mother and I haven't seen her drink coffee since. <laughs> I drink coffee every day. Okay. Every day. It's a staple. But whenever I offer you guys coffee, only Ashley never takes it. So the problem with coffee is if I'm not in a contained environment, um, how do I say this delicately? Do oh, I have if you to, have to shit, you don't want to uh, shit outside I don't want to shit in someone else's house. So, I get that. Yeah. I'm very similar. I, I, I have coffee at home. <laughs> gotcha. You just have to train your body. You just clean it out good in the morning. <laughs> it's really for you. I mean, but it's I the bathroom. Take your coffee I appreciate for you. That. You know. It's just, uh, you know, we're not on that level. You know, it's it's okay. I'm on I'm on that level only at my home. I understand that. I've known some people for years and still have not ever did a number two in their home. So. <laughs> anyway. I try my best not to. Anyway, uh, poop. <laughs> my, it's it's my face. <laughs> so forgive us. All right. Forgiveness. Um, last time we attempted this episode, it was National Tobacco Cessation Day, which I did not participate in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I'm not participating today either. Uh, what national day is it, Danielle? Um, since I can't look at my notes since my phone's being now my recording device, I'm pretty sure today is National Bourbon Day. Yes. It's National Bourbon Day. I'm not really sure how you celebrate it, uh, but I guess I would say go drink some bourbon or buy some fancy shit, do some shots, and see what happens. <laughs> I don't know if you can... T- do you take shots of bourbon? I think that's more like a swirly... Like, that's you more can take of a, shots of anything. Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess you could. I like your style. Okay, anything. <laughs> you guys missed it before I started recording when Danielle was uh, speaking of shots. Before before we started recording, Danielle was trying to set her stuff up, and I looked away, and I looked back, and she was like twerking in the camera or whatever she was doing. <laughs> um, but what what does anybody recommend a great bourbon? Ah, uh, not really. No, I like whiskey, but I'm not sure that the whiskey I like classifies as bourbon. Right, and I I like Scotch, but I don't think that classifies as bourbon. You guys all know my favorite Scotch. Yeah, I know. I like vodka, and I'm I'm like I'm pretty sure that that does not classify as bourbon. Yeah. All right, sure so it's, it's National Bourbon Day, and if the National Bourbon Day is excited as the National Beer Guy Beer Day guy was, and wants to tweet us about what the proper way to celebrate it is, please <laughs> feel free. Please let us know uh, what's going on with you guys' weeks. Not much. Um, I'm not entirely sure where we're recording at, so I'm not sure what's <laughs> happened to me this time. <laughs> All right, so transparency, we're doing a double episodes today, so we don't know what we would have done. I'm this very week. confused. I'm very confused, but my week is good. Work has been busy. Um, Eric has been busy. Um, we're in the process. Paige is going to turn one soon. Two weeks. I know. 
Two weeks. That's crazy. Yeah. Two weeks so from the be, airing of this episode. Yes. Yeah, so she'll be turning one in two weeks, which is crazy. So we were trying to figure out what we were going to do for birthday party, but the corona kind of threw everything off. Um, and uh, like if I invited everyone I wanted to, we'd be inviting like 40 people to my house. And my house just doesn't house 40 people. Um, Here's God. the challenge, right? So I have publicly made this whole big stink in the past about going to infants' birthday parties when I don't have an infant myself. And I've made <laughs> this whole stand. And I'm going to look like the biggest hypocrite when I show up at Paige's party with her drum set. She's probably still too young for the drum set, but... Um, I, liked, I gave her, like, some spoons and a pot the other day, and she seemed to really enjoy herself. Mm. So... Yeah, we're trying to figure out what, how many people we're going to invite, where we're going to have it. Coronavirus fucked us all up, so. Well, if you need, you can use my Zoom account, and it'll allow you to ha- uh, host up to 49 individuals. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Could you imagine a podcast? I mean, I'm sure, I know that's not the reason, but can you imagine having a conversation with 49 people at one no. time? No. The book club I'm a part of, they started hosting Zoom book club meetings um, because you can't go in person. I don't attend them because they always fall around the time Paige is supposed to be getting ready for bed, and it's just not a convenient time for me. Okay. Um, but I was talking to my friend Kelsey about how it goes, like, because she's been attending them, and she said it's madness. Everyone's trying. You, you've got to try to speak up, and she said it's it's crazy. So hey, that's shout out to Kelsey. Hey. Oh, that sounds like it'd be cool though, but minus yeah. the the catastrophe of having to talk through that that many people. I'm more of an in-person person. Okay. <laughs> That's true, but we kind of made this work. Yeah, no, I like this for the most part. <laughs> yeah, nobody has to get up and rush over here. Right. Especially uh, poor Bell, because Bell is like 30 miles away. Right. Eh, it's not that big of a deal. I drive the same exact distance to work every single day, so it's really not that big of a deal to me. Right, and that's why I always feel bad, because I'm like, shit, we have her coming up here on a day that she wouldn't have had to come up here anyway. But I don't care. You don't mind, so. I don't mind. Um, sorry, I just had to close my email because it makes noise in the background. And then, but I had to copy your notes that you created. Hey, this is another Bell produced episode, guys. And it was two weeks ago we recorded it too. <laughs> and it, now it's fresh to me because I have looked at the notes like five seconds ago. Okay. That I wrote like two weeks ago. <laughs> All right. So, you guys want to jump right in? Yeah. Jump. Right in. Um, I like this conversation because um, Danny and I had talked about forgiveness really early in our podcasting career. And still, and yet, this conversation was super different. I think a lot of it was we um, we talked about the holding grudges part. I think we talked about less of why you had to forgive in the original episode. I'm not even sure. Um, I think that was still one of those episodes we were really, really green to. And I do know that particular day I had, uh, I was begrudging a situation in my life. And therefore my conversation and thought process might've been like kind of super laser focused. So um, I guess almost two years removed from that conversation, here we are again, but um, with a different perspective, at least for me and a fresh perspective from Bell. So Bell, kick it off. Hit it, Jack. (laughs) Wait, I'm not Jack. That's Danielle. 
anybody I'm pointing to to start something is Jack. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, damn. <laughs> um, so on the topic of forgiveness, uh, I usually like to start by like defining what we're talking about. Like, what does forgiveness mean to you? So for, for me, forgiveness does not equal forgetting, but it means letting go of the anger that you may have had for a particular person or situation. So that's what it means to me. What about you guys? Um, I think forgiveness is less about the person and more about yourself. Um, true story. story. Yeah. I uh, think that you can forgive a person, um, and still be mad with them. That's kind of how I feel about that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Because I I can forgive someone for what happened but I can also still kind of have some feelings about it because I'm human. Okay. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, I'm just in the, uh, here we go. Right. Right. In, right. In the beginning. Um, I'm, not, I'm not super disagreeing, but I guess kind of the point of forgiveness is to move on. And I so, guess in my experience, I think this is me talking about me not me talking about Danielle. <laughs> um, <laughs> in my experience in the past, when I've said that I've forgiven something, yet I still have ill or like very surface feelings about it, I probably truly haven't forgiven the per- person and truly haven't healed from the moment or whatever the injury injury was that um, needed to be forgi- for- forgiven. Yeah, forgiven. Um, and so as I've grown and gotten more enlightened, as I've gotten older, and I've learned to really, really forgive. Like there's some grievances that have, have occurred against me that I've been able to move past and still communicate with the person, regardless of what they did before. Where yeah. I know, I know, um, several years ago that would not have been the case. I'm, <laughs> right, Sometimes. Growth, really. Um, I don't know. I feel like. I think there's a couple kinds of forgiveness. So I think being able to forgive yourself for something is what I think is probably the hardest thing to do. Um, But I also feel like you can, like I can forgive someone. The people who, the people closest to me are the people that are going to hurt me the most, right? (laughs) Um, and those are the people I'm always going more than likely to forgive the people closest to me. Um, but they have the biggest chance of being able to hurt me too. But like, if you just don't care how people think about you, then there's less forgiveness needed to be given. Like, I don't care if some Joe Schmo gets mad at me over something because your opinion matters not at all to me. <laughs> okay. so you and I'm really sorry that happened, but personal problem right (laughs) i mean i would i would agree that the people that probably have the easiest way to forgive you i mean to get at you are the people that are close to you right it makes sense they they know you best um they probably know your triggers um especially if you're danielle you have been expressed about what bothers you (laughs) so first of all you don't understand why they did the thing because they know it bothers you. Don't you know? You. <laughs> why, why would you do that? <laughs> um, 
let's say a coworker, like they're not your friend, but um, you did something they didn't like, or they did something you didn't like. Does it fall in that same vein where you really don't care or? I personally don't have a hard time working in a combative um, area. So if someone has a problem with how I did something, more than likely I wasn't wrong. And that sounds like something that you need to work with because <laughs> I have no problem working with you. <laughs> Danielle's talking I'm not tough wrong. shit. But, oh, but see, I was going to say, but I think you are very apologetic if you feel you've made a mistake. I have absolutely no, no problem apologizing when I believe that I'm wrong. I'm okay. wrong sometimes. It doesn't happen very often, but it does happen. Um, and I will own it. But I'm not going to own it if I'm not wrong. And if you and I can't agree on whose fault it was, we're just going to have to agree to disagree. Okay. Um, has there ever been anybody that you couldn't forgive? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about you? I, I think in our last conversation, Danielle and I got into like a, a matching like, hey, we're grudge buddies. Um, <laughs> but like, do you, Ramon, do you have any grudges still? Like, are you just so, well, you're just so like grown that you don't have any grudges like that? I, mean, I wouldn't say I'm so grown. I still have growing to do. Um, but I do think <laughs> I've so grown mature. significantly. <laughs> Super mature was the, uh, the, ep- the mature. name of the episode. Um, oh, yeah. Forget how we arrived at it, but it's pretty funny. But um, I feel like I used to hold a shit ton of grudges. Um, and I could, it's, if I sit here and like think about it, I could think, you know, Monica dissed me in the fifth grade, Monica Thompson. Damn, uh, you know her whole name. Yeah. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> in the fifth grade. What's up, bitch? Adrice Robinson, you know, I, I could think of like, you know, incidents where, I carried those things around. And um, one of my friends one time said, you know why you remember everything? And I was like, no, why? And they said, because you write it down on that stick. I'm like, what stick? He's like, the stick you keep up your ass. And even still, yet then, that was like in my early 20s, and it never went there. But I was sitting around one day, and I thought to myself, when I left AT&T, there were definitely people that I I held grudges against. whether they did something to me personally or um, I just didn't think they were filled with a lot of integrity, yet they got a lot of accolades for their success that they built upon not having a lot of integrity. And I carried that around. And then one day I was sitting around and I was thinking, um, they're 99% not thinking about me one bit at all. And yet here I am expelling this energy to hold this grudge that nothing's going to get done about because I don't communicate with the, the individuals. I'm not planning to. Um, there's no need for our relationship to continue to have to do that. So why am I holding on to this grudge? And so I did this exercise, which I've talked about before, but I you know wrote their names down and I wrote five things about each one of them that um, I learned something positive. You know, not just saying I learned how not to be a cheat or I learned how not to be an asshole but really things that I, I and some of them I had to really fucking scrape the bat of the bottom of the mustard jar to find the fucking thing that I learned from them. But I, I did indeed learn something. I feel like you learn something from most people you interact with. 
So once I did that, I stopped thinking about them. And then the next step was like whatever thing that they did to me or did to somebody else, I forgave them for it. And a lot of it, I think, was for, for me. Um, I feel like my brain is less consumed with those thoughts and things because I used to be the kid in school that was like, if somebody did something bad, I'm not a snitch. I'm not telling on them. But I want to see justice happen. I want to see <laughs> them get caught and get in trouble. And I would think about it even like after school. like, And I'm talking like third grade. <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine how much energy I, I've expelled over the years like thinking that way. So I've really learned to, and it, it took a lot. It wasn't probably till five years ago. And it took one of the biggest struggles, biggest disappointments, probably one of the top hurts in my life. And for me to learn to forgive that person in order, and it, maybe it was a little selfish too, because it was the only way I was going to be able to move on and have successful relationships with anybody in my life. I don't think that's selfish. If I, I, if I did it primarily for me. I think the, you should be doing most things for you. I think you should put you first a lot of the time because until you fill your own cup, you can't fill others. Okay. I don't think that's a selfish thing. Okay. So I took like 20 minutes to say, no, Belle, I don't currently have any grudges. <laughs> <laughs> Belle, no. you can tell Belle is a skilled retail employee <laughs> because I've witnessed several occasions, whether we had a guest or whether it was myself, giving Belle this long answer when she just wanted yes or no. <laughs> and she patiently sits there and most times continues to look interested. I'm still, I'm interested. Uh, it's a lot more difficult at work. I'll tell you that much when someone's okay. trying to tell me about their reproductive health. And I'm like, I just asked if you need to make a deposit, ma'am. She's like, I already had a deposit made, ma'am. Oh, I had it in vitro three days ago. No, no, stop. That's anyway, a part of your um, industry. It's relationship management. People hope, love to build relationships with me. I, I think hope it's you my, sold a college I think it's fund. My eyes. I hope you sold a college savings fund based on that information. I sold a, a UTMA savings account based on that right. information. Okay. Anyway, um, so Danielle and I were agreeing last time about our 12-year-old grudges. We have a grudge that is almost a teenager at this point. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but so I don't even know how we got in, onto the topic of, of that particular thing, but we were like, I don't, either. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. It's, it's like, I, I think we were saying like, you can carry a grudge, but it doesn't take that much energy because it's not like a person you see all the time. Like I couldn't carry a grudge against Andrew and still live with him day in and day out. Like I might, you know, have issues with him day to day, but those are little things like you don't, like re forgiveness is required for like big shit in my my opinion like he can maybe say the wrong thing to me or whatever and i'm like okay whatever i'll i'll get over it but when someone fucks with you for real and it like fucks your life up for a little while those are the things that require actual like forgiveness and i'm just not there yet with my almost teenage grudge i don't know because you don't see that person. I won't be there with my 12-year-old grudge. 
I don't think I, I don't think I will ever either because I'm never going to be this person again. No desire to have enough personal growth to overcome that. Fuck them. Who says women <laughs> mature faster than men? <laughs> Although okay. I've had significantly more time to do so compared to age comparatively. <laughs> so maybe it is true. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's like this person I'm never going to pursue. It's not like part of my life that I'm going to be like, I need to track this person down and actually have a discussion with how they fucked my life up for a little while. I'm never going to do that. I'm just going to be, if I ever see them again, I'm just going to passively aggressively walk away and not do anything about it. Let me ask you both a question that I know I didn't ask you. I'm 99% certain I didn't ask last week, but I thought of it just now. Sure. I love this time. What if these people, whomever they are, what if he or she approached you and wanted to apologize and then ask for ask for forgiveness? They're not I, getting I, forgiveness from me. Shit. I don't. I knowing the person that I hold this grudge with, um, they don't think that they were wrong at all. So they don't identify that they were the problem, and she probably thinks that I fucked her life up. Like we just totally. She's always playing the victim, and I just can't. I I can't with that kind of attitude. But what so, if Danielle clearly is not forgiving? She doesn't give. I'm a not. Fuck. I I think that if that person would come to me now, twelve years later, and apologize, the forgiveness the forgiveness that they're looking for is forgiveness for themselves, and they're not getting it from me. That's something they need to fight for themselves deep down um, as some inner peace. And uh, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not laughing at your words. I'm like, your facial expression is very definitive of what you're saying. Like that facial expression go, like if you were on mute right now, I would know exactly what you were saying based on your facial expression. So I'm going to try, I'm going to try with Belle. Belle, is it fuck that bitch? Or let's say she's had 12 years to reflect on the, 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 the matter at hand. She says, damn, all this time I've been thinking that Belle was wrong when actually I was wrong. And you know what? Belle's a great fucking person. And man, it's been 12 years. She's probably even a better person. And I really miss that Belvedere sunshine in my life. And um, I want to attempt to to be back in her in her orbit. Oh, so fuck you know, no. She- yeah. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I, like, I might, ex- I might, if this person approached me and they were like, hey, we really need to talk about what happened more than a decade ago. Um, like I have been reflecting and I feel like the situation got misconstrued or whatever. I would be like, well, here's how you fucked me over. You talk <laughs> shit about me behind my back. You, uh, told literally everybody that we work with lies about me and they knew better because they knew me, but still I didn't know about it for months at a time. Nobody told me this shit. I'm not going to go into why I'm having the grudge that I'm so sorry. Um, you know what we should do? We should huh. start a Patreon channel. I don't know yeah. if you guys know what Patreon is. That's like paid, right? Right. So it's, it's paid. Like- so we should do like our pre-production or like these secrets that we won't share on air, but like continue going and then edit those out. And if they want to hear it, they pay the Patreon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, shit. So what Nobody I'm basically really saying is if I cash app you twelve ninety nine, will you tell me later? <laughs> Either of you? <laughs> Maybe. It's not uh, a huge secret, but uh, it's just like, I find it so stupid at this point as a 34 year old woman 
that this is what happened to me when I was like 20, 21 years old. But it's it's not it's not the actual events that happened. It's how I gave that person the power to do this. So I've had to like get over that and learn from that myself. Okay. So I won't give people that I don't vet out the the power to do these things to me ever again. So. Yes. Although I won't forgive the person in which I speak of, I can, however, admit that I learned a lot of lessons from said individual. Um, and I took those lessons and it did help me to become a better person. I'm not saying that. Um, so there's that, I guess. So a little bit of growth. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I love you guys. You you crack me up so much. <laughs> I feel I feel like my the effects that this have, like it's it's had an effect on me. Like we talked about this last time. I'm not as open of a person with everybody as I is that as a be. result of this. Okay. I, I feel like I can directly draw a line from the situation that happened to all of all of my relationships since then, friend you know, and otherwise. So like, I, I just don't, I don't give anyone a portion of my personality until I know for a fact, like solid fact that they won't fuck me over like that. And there's certain things like, it's, it's like, it's not things that are, what am I trying to say? It's not like, Oh, you do this thing. You're not going to fuck me over. It's just like, I, I can tell, I can tell now about a person's character better because I analyze it just a tad bit more, but okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go spilling my guts to every single person be, because of this particular person. I gave them too much power and I won't do that again. No, I could definitely, I've, I've been in situations like that where I feel like, um, because we, I forget who I was, one of you two, I was having this conversation with, or maybe we talked about it last week. I just, I'm so comfortable being open and there are very little things that I embarrass about. And that's just, just who I am. But I've learned that you can't unfortunately be that way with everybody to a degree, because sometimes people will use some things that they know about you against you. And, and that, that, you know, that's happened. And um, I, I catch myself and I don't know if you go through this too, because you know, you've been re rearranging your brain like this for 12 years, but I catch myself where I'll get comfortable and then I think I'm going to share something or, or, or share some information or, you know, share something personal about me. And I'm like, wait a minute, stop. What are you doing? No, not yet. Or not this person. And like that, my inner brain has to remind me sometimes. Do you go through yeah, that? All the time, all the time. Cause I want to share, but like, I can't just tell anybody anything. Like I work with eight wonderful women and I do have like, just because I work with them doesn't mean that they should have to hear every single thing about my life. So I have to pick and choose. They're all great people, but you, I just don't choose to share everything because I feel like it's, it's given too much away. I don't, I don't know. No, no. I, and, and, and sometimes it's hard at work because we spend 40 to 50 hours with these people. So yeah. you get really kind of comfortable being around them. And sometimes your, your personality is tempted to, have you even share beyond what your comfort level is? And you have to remember like, yeah, no. Right. Do you kind of go mean, through something similar, Danny? I'm sorry. I didn't mean yeah. to cut you off. 
Um, like as far as work goes, I'm really, really, really lucky. Um, it's just me and one other person that work in my office. And when you work that closely 40 hours a week, it's kind of impossible to not form strong bonds with them. The woman that I work with is, is, could be my mom. She's as old as my old, as old as my mom. And, uh, I'm sure I she's glad her, you told people that too. <laughs> she's great. She honestly, God, she is such a fantastic person. I tell her everything. She knows exactly when I want to strangle my husband. She knows all of it. Um, so I'm really lucky in that aspect that I have that. I have worked in, uh, you know, other places where, you know, you kind of, you don't share too much because you know that, you know, and you don't, because they're not vetted, right? Like that, like Belle said, you don't know them well enough. So you don't share any more with them that you would be, you know, I wouldn't share anything about myself that I would be upset if someone down the street found out about you know, I don't give them enough to use anything against me, I guess. I think sometimes with me is because I'm the way I am and I want people to feel comfortable around me. And when I talk to them, I think sometimes I overshare and not necessarily just to give just to get information, but like, hey, I'm an open book, you know, so I'm vulnerable. Come be vulnerable with me. <laughs> and sometimes I have to learn to be less vulnerable, I guess. Um What's just not care what they do with that vulnerability i think that's kind of where i see and like i don't undershare you know i'm i i'm a pretty open book i am who i am i own it for the most part um but i think it's just a matter of do you care what they think because like for me I don't. The people who know me are the people who love me and the people who know me and don't like me. That sucks <laughs> for them. You know what I mean? I'm sorry they're missing out, but like, no skin off my back. Okay. I mean, See, it's funny because I have material for our Patreon channel, but I have to tell you <laughs> off, off mic. <laughs> Oversharing. Um, I mean, I was going to say, I can say an awful lot without expressing anything that puts me in a vulnerable place. Like, I can tell somebody like, oh, I, I used to have pretty bad IBS, so I can't eat at Buffalo Wild Wings because I'll shit myself. Like, I can say that, but I'm not going to say anything like from the heart, like something that if they've repeated it to someone else, it could damage me. Okay. But I'm very friendly. People don't, I mean, I don't think people even know sometimes I'm just like, yep, I'm, I'm picking and choosing what I say with you. People don't yeah, even know. It doesn't come off like that. And I'm sure I, I don't know what state you, you don't have to tell me. I'm sure I'm in a stage of uh, being vetted. <laughs> I don't know You're where vetted. I'm at, whether I'm way yes, over fine. here or in the middle or here, but um, <laughs> it's never felt like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only, I'm good the at only it. way I could feel the difference is I noticed, and I don't know if it's anything you did, but I noticed like, Hey, I could trust Bell so I could share how I feel about this situation. Cause I, Bell is super great at being, unbiased like at a situation so you could tell bell i could tell bell let's say me and andrew were like best friends and we hung out all the time and i could tell bell i was pissed at andrew and of course her natural inclination is to defend her husband i believe but yet she can talk to me from what the situation was and who was right or wrong and then go ahead and tell me that's her husband and i suck <laughs> you know what i mean well, and you've like done it time and time again 
It happens to me with like literally every friend group I'm ever in. And I don't know if it's like my personality, but I grew up with five brothers and sisters. So naturally I'm like a mediator. I'm like right in the Uh middle. They always like would come. And so like, I'll tell you, for instance, I, on another episode, I was talking about Nick and Autumn. They broke up um, like a year ago, almost um, very recently. And they don't listen to the shit I do. So they're never going to fucking hear this podcast. That's what it was. Uh, I remember, remember in pre-production, I said, what was it that got me upset during this episode? It wasn't this episode. It was another episode. And that's what it was. Keep going. I'm sorry. It was Nick and Autumn. So I was talking about what you tell your friends if they didn't, if you felt they weren't a match or they were a threat to each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I told both of them several times. Anyway, recently, um, actually, so Autumn comes out around a lot more than Nick does, but, um, Recently, we saw Nick, and he said, I've been thinking about texting Autumn. It's been a whole year. He has a girlfriend. And I was like, okay, why the fuck would you do that? So then he actually did it, and then Autumn tells me that he texted her. What do I do? I can't tell either one of them that I know all this. Like, So I had to pretend to Autumn that I didn't know that Nick said he wanted to text her. And I had to pretend to Nick that I didn't already know that he texted her. So I'm like right in the middle trying to be like, okay, guys, like, let's not go overboard. Remember how, remember how unhappy you were? Like, I think you've both grown. Like I'm just in the middle all the time, but it's okay. I think I have, I'm a mediator. I don't know how I got on this topic. So sorry. I, I can I can actually <laughs> can trace it back. Um, but in, in forgiveness though, like I could clearly identify things that were you know other than just expending energy that I didn't need to. There's just some other things that I can identify that occurred as a result of not allowing myself to be forgiving and forget and forgive people. You two don't feel like there's anything that's like slighted from your life or your personality or whatever, because you choose to not. And it's only these two people, right? There's not like a whole list of people you guys won't forget. I only have one person. I mean, it's, there are people that have slighted me that I won't give them the time of day, but I'm not gonna, I'm not expending a whole lot of energy in like. You're not holding a grudge. I mean, I might be holding a grudge, but I'm not, they're not important enough to me to really think about it all the time. Like, sure, this person fucked with me, but I didn't give them enough power to really, really fuck with me. So I'm just like, I don't really like that person. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mess with them. So, but no, I mean, it's not a whole list of people. No, I've been a grudge holder before. Like there have been since, people <laughs> since the sperm met the egg. <laughs> grudge holders not anonymous. Seen a, a said person in question. There have been things in my past where I've made mistakes, where friends have made mistakes and it's taken me time and it's taken me, um, some personal growth and for me to grow up a little bit, um, to realize the mistakes that I made. And honestly, it took some more life experience to be able to acknowledge the fact that I made a mistake, you know? Um, and I really truly do believe, you know, when, 
when something like that happens, you know, and you guys stop being friends or, and it's been for a few years or whatever, when you reach out to someone to make amends, the amends that you're making are simply just not for the person. I mean, they're for yourself, you know, um, a girl that I used to be friends with, um, and we were very, very close for a while. Her and I had a falling out. Um, (laughs) It wasn't good. Um, But within the past year, she had reached out to me and she had apologized. And I also apologized uh, because I am not, um, I, I have no problem admitting when I am at fault. And it felt good to be able to accept an apology and to give an apology as well. Um, I think that's healthy to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, uh, but in some situations, like it's just not going to happen. And that's, you know, for the gravity of the situation and for the things that had happened, some things you just can't move past and, you know, kudos to people who can. Um, I'm just not that big of a person, I guess. And I try to be a good person. I try and I'm constantly trying to better myself and, you know, that's just, you know, people have faults. There's mine. I think you are, and not that you were this shitty person two years ago, right? I, I think we've known each other longer, but just two years ago, we've been consistently interacting in one another's lives. But you you can see it. I think I was telling Bell this the other day. Mm-hmm. You can see and just feel, and it's not one or two or whatever the specific things. It's almost like, like you know, you're glowing at this, like, this three. And like every year, every month, you'd glow brighter and brighter and brighter as a human oh, fucking being. Like it, it's, it's, nice. it, 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 it's true. So it, I, I probably don't tell you enough about it, but I think I said that to Bell too. I don't tell you enough about it, but it's so evident. And you're, you're just such a, you, you were such a, a good person before. And it just like, you just keep ele- elevating the level of being that good person. I appreciate isn't that. It's very nice. Isn't it, isn't it nice to hear people talk about you behind your back in a good way? That's like the biggest. That's like the biggest compliment. I try to live my life so people talk about me in a good way. Right. I I have a shitty memory, sir. Even if I'm going to talk shit about Danielle, I've had the conversation with her about it already. So (laughs) it's kind of how I do it. Um, I I like people. Like I love people where you know where you stand with them. You're not wondering. You don't have to think. What do they really think? Yes. I think. Say um, louder for the people in the back. Yeah. If you you don't like me, that's fine. Just don't pretend. (laughs) We can function if we have to function in a workplace or some other type of collaborative effort where we have to work together or we need to work together. That's fine. We can be respectful. I'm never going to be fake nice. I'll be. I can be an adult. Okay, I can be professional, but I'm never going to be fake nice and try to shoot the shit with you just for the hell of it. <laughs> okay. Real quick side note, and I'm going to ask you guys a final question before we kind of wrap this one up. It's interesting that we had to do this episode twice, right? And on, you know how um, Instagram shows you your memories from, you know, years past? The memory from years past, we named the episode Second Take because I think we had recorded it and had to re-record it again, but we did that one the same day. So I did, maybe it's funny. something funny about this week. That's mm. funny. So that was interesting. What are three things uh, <laughs> that you think, because you guys agree that you think you should forgive people. I think you, we all agree about that, right? You just well, won't forgive these two individuals. Right. What are th- 
three things. I'm trying to figure out which way I want to ask it. What are the, what are, what's the top two things that your husbands, and I only ask because you guys have phenomenal husbands, would do that you just wouldn't forgive? Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> if Andrew decided to cheat on me, I wouldn't be able to forgive that. And Ever? he knows that very well. Ever. No. Um, I, it's, it's kind of one of my, it's, it's an unforgivable condition for me. Okay. I, I just wouldn't be able to get past it. And then it would like, I, it just wouldn't be, I, no. Mm-mm. Um, a second one, I don't, I don't even know that there is a second one. That's like my top, like, and I'm talking like, like betrayal, like not just dicks and vaginas, it's betrayal. So I don't, I don't like this loyalty. So that's me. Your face said it too. Okay. Danielle. I have said it before and I get a lot of backlash from it. Um, But I, I know (laughs) I, don't think anyone should cheat on another person. Shame on you. Okay. Um, but I don't think in my relationship without it ever, ever happened, happened to me. Right. So it's easy for me to sit here and say, I'd forgive anything. You know, I love my husband. We have a child together. Um, you know, when I took my vows, it was till death do us part, blah, 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 blah. And I really think I mean that. Um, So I feel like even if Eric cheated on me, although I might smother him in his sleep for just a little bit and then, you know, let him get back to it. um, I do. Is anybody else picturing her doing it? (laughs) (laughs) I I do feel like I would probably at some point learn to forgive him because he's my husband and he's the man that I've chosen to spend the rest of my life with. Um, with that being said, he better never do that. Um, and it's obviously easier, easier for me to say that having it never happened to me before. Listen, Andrew and Eric, both are from a similar, if not the same tribe of unicorn. So I, I think you're safe. I think, we are too. I think, I, I think just, I'm, I, you know, you, you just don't want to assume someone's not going to, he he knows the rules so if right. he decides to disobey the rule he knows what's going to happen the consequence so it's not unclear it's it's not like i just keep the rule inside my head like oh if he does that to me i'm gonna fucking leave him but that i mean he knows so i'm sure eric does too and yeah let me be clear on something if that ever were to happen it's not all sunshines and rainbows over here in the front of household okay <laughs> although i may continue to stay um in the relationship that i'm in because that is just what i would do it would be a really 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 uncomfortable and long road back to finding our ground again but it's something that i would probably continue to fight for because I think the thing's worth fighting for, just that. Okay. I I, I was imagining that one of you were going to ask the, me the question, and I don't... Hey, what about you, Ramon? I don't... <sighs> I don't think the thing that has occurred that I wouldn't be able to forgive. Now, that's not to say... I think, Danielle, you're mature that you could forgive and stay. Um, I don't know that I could forgive and stay. And I think it, it, it depends on the circumstance, right? I mean, most people would say cheating is cheating. I think Bell just said that, mm-hmm. but it kind of depends on the circumstance, but I think you could forgive and not necessarily stay in that relationship. 
So I don't know. I don't know that I don't know the thing that somebody could do. I mean, outside of like murdering one of my children, I don't think that's that could be bad. Forgivable, but outside of something extraordinary like that, I don't think there's any and I'm not saying like I'm like you're forgiven. It's over. I mean, with time, right. but I don't think there's not there's an unforgivable thing other than murdering somebody I love, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. Hmm. Murder. That's bad. Yeah. Murder's bad. Yeah. Murder's bad. What'd you ladies learn today? Bell, you go. Um, Alphabetically, I, that's correct. I, I get, I mean, I guess last time I said I learned that me and Danielle are grudge twins because we both have um, over, it's, it's almost a teenage grudge now. Um, uh, I learned we can have the same exact topic and talk about it in a completely different way. Yeah. So there you go. Keep it fresh. Funky, you know, I I think I learned, I was thinking about the same thing too. You know, we, I feel like the conversation that we had last week was maybe at least for me slightly more heated um because it's been a while since i thought of said person um and so you know it was a different conversation this time around i felt like i was able to maintain my um composure maybe slightly better i'm not sure whether or not that's good or bad um but I do think that personal growth goes a long way. Um, and I think you should continue to try to work on yourself, whether that means being able to forgive yourself for things that you've done or being able to forgive others um, for the things that they've done. And if and it's okay. It's okay if you don't forgive someone for something that they've done. And don't let anyone pressure you into making you feel like that's not okay. Just totally killed my summation. <laughs> what'd you learn i was gonna say it's interesting i didn't know the answer to that question that i asked you guys that i figured bell or you were going to ask me the same question so when i was answering it it was like i was learning what my answer was myself as i was answering it like i wasn't sure um so i i kind of learned that i feel like and again right you never know how you react to something until it happens to you but I feel like with any situation with given time, I, I can forgive. I think um, I've decided to do it. So it's possible for me to do it. And I think I just have felt so much mentally healthier since I've learned to forgive and let go of shit. So um, I think that's a good point. You know, you can forgive pretty much anything, but it's just a matter of how long it kind of takes you to, and you have to want to as well, you know, like, you know, if Eric were to ever do something like that to me, yes, I'm, I'm confident at some point I would forgive him. Right. But like, it's going to take time and it's going to take work. Um, and it's going to take work from both of us too. You know what I mean? It's not going to take work from just, you know, his side. Well, I think there's a different, t- there's two different types of things going on too. Like you may forgive him, but it'll take you a long time to trust him again. Right. Right. True Where Bell's story. like, I'm cutting my losses piece. <laughs> well, I'm like, if, so if, if the rule has been set and it's, it's pretty clear how that's going to turn out. If, if that's what happens, then you already know what's going to happen. So you've already accepted your fate. So, okay. It just, it's pretty cut and dry. I'm like, I'm not. There's no shades of gray with me on that. So. <laughs> See, I, used to, I used to say that and not to start a new conversation. I used to say that until like 
you'd be amazed at how someone you truly love, you know, romantically like that, how you'll go back and forth about it. Like, damn, fuck you. I don't want to be with you. You you betrayed our trust. And then, damn, but I really love you. I want to fix this, but can I trust you? Like, you you be, um, I hope you never have to understand. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to have to know. Yeah, I, I hope you never have to understand that. You just live vicariously through my experience. But I do think you're much more likely, at least in my my opinion, you're much more likely to forgive someone that you care about than you are. You know, I'm going to fight to forgive someone that means something to me rather than just someone who pissed me off that I work with. Yeah. I started doing those ones too. Like, and again, I don't want to keep dragging the episode out, but I've learned to then move. Like once I learned to like, love the, the circle like forgive within the circle i started practicing forgiving outside the circle again because it's Ooh, just i like that is kamara says something on our i don't know i don't know if she said it when she was on the show or is the conversation we had it was a conversation we had um i just mixed two records for her ep that she put out and one of the songs was about a family thing and i was like are you okay was my first text back after i listened to the preview and she was like, once you say it and you put it out in the world, you don't own it anymore. It doesn't belong to you and you can let go of it. And so I think a combination of like, it's funny, all the stuff that I used to say was corny, like meditating and writing in your journal, you're corny. And it was funny, we have a joke and I get teased at work because, you know, it's known that I write in a journal. But when I write it in there, a lot of most stuff, I'm able to let go because I've, whether I've discussed it with one of you, my friends, or I've written in it and just processed that emotion about it, it's gone. And that's why I think it makes it easy to, to forgive and even forgive beyond that circle. But um, Danielle, forgive us for going longer than usual on the topic we talked about three times in a row. <laughs> well, one, three times, twice in a row, excuse me. Um, where can the good people do all that stuff that, uh, you know, all that stuff you say at the end of the show? <laughs> they can interact with us on Facebook or on Instagram at D-A-M-A-G-D Goods or on Twitter with Ramon at D-A-M-A-G-D Goods number one. You can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tuned In, Google Play, or iTunes. And we also have a YouTube channel. Um, when you type in Damaged Goods, don't click the first one, click the second one. <laughs> yeah, when you type it in, it's going to say, did you mean damage spelled correctly? And you're going to say, no, I want the other one. And uh, <laughs> we're working on getting consistent on that. There's a little workflow issue I'm trying to iron out, but uh, we'll get it. Yes. And it's kind of good to see. So um, yeah. thank you guys for listening once again. We appreciate you guys as always. Um, forgive people, except for people <laughs> that you've been mad at for 10 plus 12 years. years. No. 12, 12 years. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool, guys, down the line to be listening to, like, episode 190 and these ladies are like, yeah, I forgave them. We're hanging out. Matter of fact, and then See, boop, I was thinking in the bottom square, there. and then the bottom square, that person pops up and they're, you're having a conversation with them. No? No. All right. Like that. Hey, guys, it's not going to happen. happen. Not. Seriously, I'm going to cash up you both twelve ninety nine. We're going to have a separate conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, be safe out there. Take care of yourself. Take care of your well-being. Love your fellow humans and neighbors. Yes. Until next time, have a great week. Peace. Bye. Bye.